welcome to Times of Refreshing at the Assembly. Uh, we are so excited that you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit to tune in with us this morning. We know that you will be blessed. We feel it. We've prayed. And we are excited that you are here with us. I want to welcome you to our online service. And I know that God will touch you. God bless. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, assembly. Good morning, assembly family. Good morning to you. Welcome to Times of Refreshing at the Assembly. Hallelujah. All of you in our Facebook audience, YouTube live, we welcome you this morning. You're not here by chance. You are here because the Spirit of the Lord has called you to be here with us this morning. And we are so excited. Today is Pentecost Sunday. And we are excited about what the Spirit of the Lord is doing. Hallelujah. We're excited about what he's doing. And we ask that this morning that you worship with us and that you engage with us on this morning. Hallelujah. Come on and let's begin to give him glory and honor and praise on this morning. Father, we bless you. We worship you. We glorify you. We magnify you. You are good, oh God. You are good and your mercy endures forever. Your loving kindness endures forever. Your tender mercy endures forever. And we worship you. We praise you, Lord. We glorify you. We magnify you. You are awesome. You are great. You are mighty. You are so kind to us. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you glory. We're so thankful, God. We're in the land of the living. We're thankful for how you've kept us during this pandemic. We're thankful, God, for how you've kept our bodies, how you've healed our bodies, and you've kept us strong, and we're thankful. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise, God. Now come on and clap your hands this morning and shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah. It's okay to dance this morning. It's okay to shout. Hallelujah. You are here. You are here. As we lift you up, you are riding on our praise. Be enthroned. Be enthroned. Over everything, you are seated in our praise. You are here. You are here. As we lift you up, you are riding on our praise. Be enthroned. Be enthroned. Over everything you are seated in our praise. This is prophetic, say. This is prophetic, I can feel it in the air. We lift our praise and we change the atmosphere. With hearts open now, everybody's singing out. Oh, 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 oh. Turn, it Turn it up, this sound of praise. Make it louder than any oh, other. Lift him up and shout his name. Over all. Come on, clap your hands this morning. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Yeah. As we praise, as we praise, I can feel the change as your presence now invades. Hear the sound. Hear the sound. All the broken chains, prison doors are giving way. As we 
praise, as we praise, I can feel the change as your presence now invades. Hear the sound, hear the sound, all the broken chains, prison doors are giving way. This is prophetic, say. This is prophetic, I can feel it in the air. We lift our praise and we change the atmosphere. With hearts open now, everybody say, I am free. I am free. Turn it up, this sound of praise. Make it louder than any other. Lift him up and shout his name over all. Turn it up, this sound of praise. Make it louder than any other. Lift him up and shout his name over all. Praise goes up. Our praise goes up. Your rain comes down. Our praise goes up. Your rain comes down. Our praise goes up. Say, our praise goes up. Your rain comes down. Our praise goes up. Say, our praise goes up. With shouts of praise, we celebrate, King of glory entering, you are riding on our praise, oh Lord. Turn it up, this sound of praise, make it louder than any other, lift him up and shout his name over all. Turn it up. This sound of praise, make it louder than any other. Lift him up and shout his name over all. Turn it up, this sound of praise, make it louder than any other. Lift him up and shout his name over Shout to the Lord. Turn up your praise this morning. Turn up your praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you glory, God. We give you glory. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is only one name that has all power. Every knee will bow at that name. Every tongue will confess that he is Lord. That he is King. Hallelujah. We worship you, oh God. We worship you, Jesus. You are our champion. You are our champion. And we worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord.
is only one name. There is only one name with power to save. With power to save. We declare that there is there is only one name. Oh, there is only one name with power to save. With power to save. With power to save. Come on and say that. There is only one name. There is only one name. We declare that there is. There is only one name. With power to with power to save. With power to save. Lift your hands and sing, Our God, our God is champion. He reigns forevermore. Change me broken. Change me 
Yes, he knows my name. Oh, how you tell me, how you tell me, oh, how you tell me, that I am your 
the spirit of the Lord is here. Say yeah. The atmosphere is changing now. Oh, for the spirit, for the spirit of the Lord is here. Oh, the evidence, yeah. The evidence is all around. Oh, that the spirit. That the spirit of
Brothers and sisters, wonderful to be able to gather together today to worship our Lord and our God. And it means that we're one Sunday closer to being able to have everyone in attendance. Are you glad about that? Amen. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for joining us. From your homes, the Spirit of God is able to touch you right where you are right now. If you just say, Lord, here I am, help me. Can we just pray together? Father, as we continue to have our people who are working against this COVID-19, Father, we pray that you would let your hand push back this plague that has come to our society and to all of the world. Father, we come to you because you're the only one we can come to. We thank you for those who are working from medical positions. We thank you for all of that. Father, we pray that the Spirit of God would come and push this away from our shores. There are people that are listening now to our broadcast who need a miracle. They need a miracle today, Father. And you're a God of miracles. You always have been. You always will be. And you are now. 
touch our friends in the audience this morning, Lord. We thank you. We praise you. You're a wonderful God. Wonderful Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you're with us. Thank you that you're with us. And thank you that we're getting closer to the time when we can all be together again. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for those who have been helping us financially during this time. Some are giving sacrificially, Father. And we ask you to bless them. Open the windows of heaven over them and pour them out. A blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. For it's in Jesus' name that we pray. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Amen. I just want to say how much we appreciate that people are sending their tithes and offerings into our church. There are three ways that you can give at the assembly, and they're on the screen. Uh, you know more about that than I do, but thank you so much. Thank you so much. The tendency in some is that, well, things are getting a little tight, so we're going to have to pull back, and we won't be able to contribute, and that's the wrong direction to go in. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. Thank you, Lord. Thank you to our worship team and the musicians, everyone. What a wonderful, wonderful talent they have. And it's yielded to God. It's not a performance. It's not a performance. It's a time of worship and encouraging others to worship. Now it's time for our pastor, Pastor Andrew Ross, to come and bring us the Word of God. Let's thank God for him. You thank God with us from your home. Pastor. Hallelujah. Bless God. That was good for me. If you were sitting at home, uh, would you uh, take a moment to give God thanks for his goodness to you? Would you take a moment? Go ahead. Give God a, a hand for his goodness to you. Oh, thank you. Lift your hands and say, thank you, Lord. 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 Every time I say that, I feel the surge of God's goodness welling up in me. Thank you, God. Thank you for good health. Thank you for supplying my need. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. You're a good, good Father. Woo! I said you're a good, good Father. 
He's a good, good father. He's a good, good father. He's a good, good father. He's a good, good father. Woo! Hey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Welcome again to times of refreshing at the assembly. Hallelujah. We solicit your prayers. The forecast uh, about three months ago for this time of the year was that uh, we would be ahead of the curve and that uh, the numbers of this pandemic would be going down. And in many places they are. Uh, we are still trusting God for that to happen here in our beautiful Florence County. Uh, the numbers are still going up. As a matter of fact, we in this county have doubled every other county in South Carolina. That's a problem. And it's a problem that demands that we be as careful as possible, but also be as prayerful as possible. And so I am soliciting as pastor that if you are a part of the assembly and you're at home and you're listening, uh, that you would take some time in this coming week to intercede and ask God's help in turning back the attack of this pandemic, not only as a country and as a nation, uh, I mean as the world, but, but bring it home right here to our area. Uh, so our leadership will have some decisions to make. We'll probably do that uh, before tomorrow uh, because we need to decide whether or not we will be coming back together in the first week of June or pushing it further back. Uh, we need to see some change in the direction of this pandemic attack in our local economy. And so if you would pray with me that uh, as we seek the mind of Christ, we will do what is wise. My first obligation is to do what is wise, uh, protect uh, our congregation from uh, any unnecessary uh, viral attack and to use God's wisdom to help us walk through this time. So thank you for your prayers. Thank you, Executive Pastor Ron, for mentioning that and praying about it. And uh, we give God glory. We thank God for all of our uh, high school graduates. We've got several graduates uh, from this church that have done really well, including my own uh, son, Davey and Dave. If you're looking at that, I am way, way over the top proud of you, son. Uh, it is uh, my joy, my personal joy to have fathered you and gotten you to this point in life that you could actually graduate from high school. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Father, 
as we go into your word, I must decrease and you must increase. This word will not be viable. It will not take root. It will not produce fruit if it is not led and planted by you. If it has anything to do with me, it will blow up. So I surrender myself, Papa, and ask that you would speak only the words that you want your people to hear. I thank you again for your goodness and your glory that continues to pass before us, giving us joy unspeakable and full of glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And all of God's people say, Amen. Amen. Give God another hand for me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Thank you, worship team. Thank you, musicians. Thank you, our techs, audio and video that are doing such a tremendous job for our church. Uh, you are absolutely valued and valuable to the health of this ministry. And so I thank each one of you uh, personally for your labor of love and your work ethic and your commitment to ministry. May God sow unto you this is righteousness and bless you for it. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. There is a word. There is a word. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Whew. Would you look with me? Um, our text is going to be pulled from uh, two, maybe three different passages that I'd like you to follow with me as I expound. This will be less teaching and more preaching today because I just want to speak to everyone about what God is saying. Hallelujah. It's so good to see my few family members here. It feels like whew, I miss you guys. Hope everyone feels the same way. Ran into a member of ours uh, last week and uh, she we were f just we saw each other and we were about to run and just give each other a big hug and the member said oh, I wish I could have passed her and I said I wish I could too but we knew what spirit was transferred being transponded between us. It was the Spirit of God. Uh, here is something that I want us to take away this morning. What if one of the reasons God has allowed this pandemic to happen, I didn't say he, he brought it. I'm saying he has allowed it. He said, okay, nobody listens to me when I talk. My people... Second Chronicles 7, 14. The unsaved doesn't bother him. The unsaved doesn't bother God. It's, it, it, it's, it's you and me. 
folks that he's married to. He put a ring on it. He planned the wedding and got everything set. Bought a house for you. Moved you in when you had nothing. You came from a family of humanity, you and I, that owned nothing. Had nothing. Nothing of eternal value. And he came and got us out as our spiritual Boaz. And now, when it's time to do right by God, we have slacked on the commitment. Lord, help us. Oh, hallelujah. I'm feeling something this morning. I hope you're feeling it in the audience up there. Ah, oh, bless God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalms 42, verses 1 and 2. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for you, O God. For the living God, when shall I come and appear before you? How quickly can I get back to talking with you? How quickly can I feel you again and we can talk in the cool of the day? How quickly can you appear to me in my car and let me feel your presence sitting beside me. How quickly, when shall I come and appear before you, O oh God? Whew. Matthew 5 and 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. Come on, let me say that again. This is, this is God himself addressing you. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. How many of us understand that, that God himself, true the person of his son Jesus is the very embodiment of righteousness. So you and I can say, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after intimacy with Jesus. For they shall be filled. Okay, look at somebody and tell them that. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after intimacy with Jesus, for they shall be filled. Hallelujah, glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, woo, hallelujah. Glory be to God. And the last one for now, John chapter seven, verses 38. 
Jesus speaking. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, oh, 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 I get a little antsy right here. Out of his heart. Some portion says, out of his belly. Out of that guttural place. That place that, that strains to give God what is his. Out of your heart will flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Okay, let me say that again. He who believes in me as the scripture says. As the what is the scripture saying? What is the scripture saying? That he is my righteousness. And if I thirst and hunger after him, as the scripture says, out of my tummy will flow rivers of living water. Okay, here, here, here's a better, so that you can feel special and understand what God is saying. Out of your heart will flow the gems of God. Out of your heart will flow the diamond of God. Out of you will flow the life blood of Jesus himself. Oh, mm. After reading all of this, the only thing that I could come up with as a topic was be hungry. Be hungry. Look at somebody and tell them, be hungry. Be hungry. It's important for me to say that because I have been watching intently as our country has become more hungry for the wrong thing. We have become more hungry for the vision. We have become more hungry for political separateness. We have become more hungry for our own selfish gain. We have become more hungry for violence over kindness. We have become more hungry for me, myself, and I, and you can wait. In, in my lifetime, and I believe in the lifetime of anyone that's less than 100 years old in our country, there has never been a period in our society locally where the division because of, of, of satanic hungers for, for other things have taken us to a new low or a new I can't call it a new high. It is a new low in our tolerance for good. That everything that was set from the beginning as right, you can find someone who will challenge you openly today and say it's wrong. Everywhere you go, you can find someone that is so hungry about the wrong that they do 
that if you don't stand up for the right and be resolute and be unashamed, they will grab you, as it were, and crumple you up like a piece of paper. It is the high time. It is high time. I'm speaking to not just the assembly, but I'm speaking to you and you and you. If you are watching me and you have at any point declared yourself to be not just a Christian, but a Christ follower, then this is the time that you are being called upon to show your hunger. Be hungry for God. God through his son Jesus is the embodiment of righteousness. It says in our first verse, those who hunger and thirst after righteousness or, or, the, or the righteousness of God or God himself. Those who hunger and thirst after Yahweh may be filled occasionally. Is that what it says? May get a drop or two depends on how God feels. May, may be filled based on, on the time of year it is. No there, are no, there are no prerequisites. God said, one for one, if you hunger and thirst after me, you will be filled. Deuteronomy 34 uh, 32 and 4 says, He is the rock. His work is perfect. Hallelujah. For all his ways are justice. A God of truth and without injustice or iniquity. Just and right or righteous and upright is he. Oh my goodness, you don't understand this. If you did not understand that God Almighty, Yahweh, Jehovah Jireh, is the very embodiment of righteousness, then this verse is for you. He is the foundation. He is the pillar. He is the Alpha and Omega. He is the starting point. His work has never been anything but perfect. His ways are justice. He's the rock. His work is perfect. And all of his ways are perfect in some other translations. It says a God of what? Truth. And without iniquity. And without sin. And without blemish. Without any scarring of sin itself. 
When Muhammad could have, you know, people serve Allah through Muhammad, and I'm not going to fight with you. But I've got so many historic, I mean 750 plus years before Jesus appeared on the scene. Through Daniel and Isaiah, the prophets said he was coming. And it wasn't just a, a broad brush. It was detailed. He fit perfectly into the prophetic word. Whoever you are serving as your savior, as your entry into eternal life, their credential cannot stand against Jesus Christ. I'm sorry to tell you that. Their credential cannot stand against Jesus Christ. We have those who have said that when he came, yeah, he may have, may, may or may not have died. Uh, I don't think anyone could come back from the grave like that. So what do you say to the 500 plus people who saw him actually after he arose? Is there any other historic leader that you know about that had 500 plus people vouching for him as returning from the dead? So why is it so hard for everyone to see Jesus is the king of kings. Can I say I believe it's because of me? Nothing's wrong with him. It's never been. If you call yourself a Christ follower, go ahead and point a finger at yourself like I'm pointing at me. Because if there's any stumbling, if there has been any faltering, it has been because many times when I should stand up, when I should represent like I should, when I should be the embodiment of righteousness based on the righteousness of the God I serve, I have faltered. We have faltered. And today, we are being called, like Second Chronicles seven fourteen, to come back and say, God, I humble myself. Lord, I bow down before you. Lord, I rededicate myself. Lord, I repent. If there's anything in me that stops me from seeing you high and lifted up and your train filling the temple like Isaiah, then take it away from me. Because I want to see your goodness passing before me. I want to see your glory. I want to see your glory. I want to glow with your presence. And the only way to glow with the presence of God is to have the glory of God to pass before you. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. God is too good. God is too good. God is too good, I'm telling you. God is too good. Oh, bless him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I want you to look with me because there have been many excuses given. And the excuse side has begun to mount as to why we cannot see God's glory in the way 
God wants us to see it. And I am suggesting once again that we take a page from Paul the Apostle. First Corinthians 1, I mean 9 and 27, it says, But I discipline my body, and I bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself become disqualified. Let me say that again. I discipline my body. I bring it into subjection. I want you to see the eyes. Because somehow there has been a misinterpretation in the church today, Pastor Ron, in that you speak to believers and without them actually saying it, you could tell that they believe that God is supposed to discipline them. That we have walked away thinking that, that God is supposed to bring our bodies and minds and spirit, Deacon Charles, into subjection. But that's not what I hear Paul saying. Paul is saying, I have to make the decision first. I have to make the first step. I have to put the pressure on my own self. I have to... It needs to start with me. It don't start with God. I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection. Lest when I have preached to others, I myself become a castaway. The only thing that I can do to help myself continue in hunger after God is to have the helper to have the helper to have the helper that he sent that counselor that he sent lead and guide me into his truth the helper will help you. The helper will help you. Has somebody been lacking in their hunger for God? The helper will help you. I want to call it disciplined hunger. You know, it got to me that in Matthew 5 and 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. But the DJ, it got to me because hunger and thirst are natural things. You don't wake up and say, body. Are you hungry? You don't get up and say at any point, I haven't heard you in a couple of hours. Are you thirsty? 
hunger and thirst are natural and instinctive. So, how could Matthew be saying those that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled? When Matthew knows good and well that on the natural circumstances I have other instincts. That under the natural flow of how I was born in shape and, sh and, and, and growed, grew up in iniquity, that this is not what I lean to naturally. And yet, he says, if I hunger and thirst after righteousness, I'm going to be filled. Can I make a startling revelation that everyone has already gotten? I have the ability, it's what Paul said, to train my mind and my spirit to respond to brand new instincts. Ooh, ooh. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Paul said the flesh is constantly battling against the spirit. And the spirit is constantly tugging back and pulling. And God is saying you and I have the responsibility to invite Holy Spirit in every day. Invite the Holy Spirit in every day. Stop going back and forth. Stop. One day you're on this side and you're winning. The next day you're on that side and you're losing. One day you're in the spirit. Next day you're fleshing out. One day you're doing good by God. Next day you're on. No! God is saying to you, you have the ability to retrain your instincts. Number one, hunger and thirst is natural, so you're going to have them. Number one, hunger and thirst for things is natural. If you don't, number two, retrain your mental and spiritual instincts into the things that God has laid out for you, it will go its own way. Your hunger and thirst never just responds in a godly way. It has to be, Deacon Dave, trained. That's why Paul said, I beat my body. Remember we read that in the beginning? I whip it into shape. Because if I, if I don't, it ain't never going to do right. Look at somebody and tell them, wherever you are, sitting at home on the couch, if I don't whip myself into shape, it will not do right by itself. Let's make it even better. If I don't let Holy Spirit help me to whip 
my mind and spirit into shape, it will not do right. Lord Jesus. I'm speaking like this today because there is a war that has been declared. There is a war that has been declared. If you're looking at me, you are already in the war. You are already in the war. You got clothes on and don't even know it. You are in the war. I don't care if you are unprepared. I don't care if you don't have on war clothes. I don't care if you don't have a weapon in your hand. The war is upon you. Somebody hasn't gotten that, Pastor Ron. Normally, our young men and young women wait either voluntarily to go into the U.S. Army or based on the declaration of war, they are drafted. If you are listening to me today, you were drafted whether you filled out your spiritual selective service or not. The fight is upon you. Arm yourself. Arm yourself this morning. Put on the blessed plate of righteousness. Get the sword of the spirit in your hand. Waste. Put together the preparation of the gospel. Put on your crown, your helmet of salvation. Get the entire armor on. Shield of faith. Because there is no going back. Many of us are waiting for this thing to end. And while you are waiting for this thing to end, God is waiting for you to begin. Okay, somebody needs to hear that again. We have been sitting around waiting for this thing to end. Christians, we have been waiting for this thing to end. And God is sitting down waiting for you to begin. I said last week in Bible study that intimacy is for privacy. Just because you come to church. See, this has been the problem all along. This has been one of the biggest problems. Most everybody that I know, one out of five believers, ever come to church and understand this is just for fellowship and corporate connection. This is not the place where I build intimacy with God. If you've been waiting to get back into the church so you could have intimacy with God, you have missed it. Even you and I look at a couple, anyone that's out in the street, making out, taking their clothes off, doing all kinds of sexual stuff in plain daylight. We look at it with, huh, they have no moral compass. They, they have no capacity of what is right and wrong. They don't understand that this is not for here. Yet when it comes to our prayer lives, we are looking forward to a church service so we can pray. We are looking forward for a church service. And if the service starts and the music isn't just right, 
We come to the service and leave the service and we still didn't pray. Oh my God, help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Father. Be hungry. Be hungry this morning. Be hungry for God. Be hungry. Be hungry. Be hungry. You want intimacy with God this morning so that you can get to the next level? Intimacy is for privacy. And privacy is where holy conception takes place. There's folks that have been going to church for 20 and 30 years and there has been no holy conception on the inside. No babies coming out of there. No fruit coming out of there. It's because you have shot away from intimacy. You have been trying to replace regular dates with God with an occasional hookup. If you don't take that kind of stuff and accept it in the natural, if you don't believe in hooking up whenever you feel like in the natural, why? Would we practice that in the spirit? Why would we subject our God to that kind of behavior? Someone said to me, Pastor, these are all things we talked about on Wednesday night in Bible study. Pastor, I want God to, to speak to me spontaneously. I want God to speak to me when I'm walking in the grocery store. I want God to speak to me when I am I'm driving my car. I want God to speak to me when I'm sleeping in the middle of the night. He wakes me up and just speaks to me like Samuel. And I say to them, have you had any regular dates with God? You don't just not know somebody never date them regularly don't have a set time for a set connection with them and then you just walk up to a stranger on the street and say I want to have sexual connections or intimate connections with you doesn't even have to be sexual, just intimate. You can't walk upon a stranger or somebody you just met. It shouldn't happen. Be hungry this morning. Be hungry. Be hungry. Be hungry. I said, those that hunger and thirst will be filled. Those that hunger and thirst after righteousness, those that are hungering and thirsting after the actual embodiment of righteousness itself, which is Jesus, the Son of God, you're going to be filled. If you're listening to me, this portion is prophetic. I believe God has dropped this in my mind, in my heart, and I'm going to say it to you. If you are hungering and thirsting, as I have described this morning, you're going to be like the woman that Elijah met on the road as he was passing through. And she said, he said to her, I want you to bake me a cake. She looked at him and she said, man of God, I've only got enough for myself and my son to bake one cake 
And after that, we are going to die. But because I trust your word, man of God, I'm going to bake you a cake. You said God is going to supply, and I'm going to trust what God says through you. I'm asking you not to trust me, but to trust God speaking through me this morning. That if you will sow and be hungry about the things of God, he will not let your barrel go dry. He will not let your quiver go dry. He will not let your bank account dry up. He will not let your resource dry up. He will not let your health go bad. He will not let everything that you've got and accumulated be lost for no reason. He will keep you. He will keep you. She trusted the man of God. And every morning after that, until the drought and the famine was over, she went to her kitchen and she opened the barrel and there was just enough for her and her son every day. Just enough for her and her son every day. Just enough. Just enough, just enough, just enough. God is saying, I'm a jealous God, guys. He said it very clearly, I'm jealous. I'm jealous for you. I'm jealous for you. I'm jealous for you. I'm jealous for you. Pastor Ron passed me a note the other night that stuck with me while we were doing Bible study. And it says, God does not believe in what? Favorites. God does not believe in favorites. God does not believe in favorites. If you haven't gotten it, write it down. God does not believe in favorites. God does not believe in favorites. God does not believe in favorites. But God does believe in intimates. God does not believe in favorites. God doesn't, be- he doesn't function on that, uh, that, 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 that particular vein, he doesn't look at us. No, he has no favorites, but he absolutely does have intimates. The more intimate you get with him, the more intimate he becomes with you. The more intimate you, beget, you get with him, the more intimate he becomes to you. A was... Hunger and thirst is natural and instinctive, but that doesn't mean you you don't have a job to do, and I don't have a job to do. Our job is to steer it right. Just because a baby cries, you don't put grass in its mouth. Just because you know a baby is hungry, you don't just give it water alone. We understand that there is something in particular that that baby needs even when it doesn't know it needs it. If you give it just water, it will drink just water because it can't do anything else. If you behave like a baby, shame on you because all God wants you to do is hunger after him. And he will be the parent that gives you bread instead of a snake. He will give you milk instead of molasses. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
hunger and thirst is natural and instinctive. A. B. I can train my mind and spirit to respond to new instincts and new hunger. I can train my mind and spirit to respond to new instincts and new hungers. And number three, you have the counselor to help you do the training. You have the counselor, Alfredo, he didn't just leave us alone. When I get to this point, I cry because I've gotten to that place many times. But I say, God, I can't do it no more. 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 And then he reminds me. Call the counselor, son. Call the counselor. Call the counselor. Call the counselor. I sent him already. I've done everything I could do. Call the counselor. And then I said, Come on, Holy Spirit, I need you. Come on. If you're with me this morning and you're sitting on your chair, you're sitting in the living room, you're sitting on a stool, you're in the pew, this is a time when you say, Holy Spirit, I need you. I've lost my, my hunger. I don't press as hard as I used to. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. I need my first love again. I need my first love again. I need my first love again. My love has been sidetracked. My passion has wavered. It has been my job sometimes. It's been money sometimes. It's been different relationships with others. But today, I'm coming back to you. I'm coming back to you. I'm coming back to you. Come on. I'm coming back to you. I'm coming back to you. I'm coming back to you. Hallelujah. I'm coming back to you. 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 I want I want I want your kind of hunger again. I want your kind of hunger again. I want your kind of hunger again. I want your kind. I need your kind of hunger again in me, God. I need your kind of hunger. Be hungry. Be hungry. Be hungry. Be hungry. Be hungry. Be hungry, be hungry, be hungry. He said, if you abide in me and my word is abiding in you, I'm not going to give you a snake in place of bread. You will be able to ask what you will according to my will for you and it shall absolutely be done. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you. I'll be with you. I'll be with you. I will 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 be with you. I'll be with you. You sing that song, my storehouse is empty. 
In those last closing moments, would you just quietly sing that song so our worship leader leads us there. Open up to God. Lord, I'm available to you. I will I give to you. I'll do what you say do. Use me, Lord, to show someone the way and enable me to say my storage is empty and I am available to you. I'm available to you. I will I give to you. You're at home, lift your hands. I'll do what you say. Do use me, Lord, to show someone the way and enable me to say, Oh, my story. Is empty, and I am available to you. Just one more time. Oh, say, Lord, Lord, I'm available to you. My will I give to you. I'll do what you say. Do Use me, Lord, to show someone the way and enable me to say my storage is empty and I am available to you. My storage is empty. Oh, my storage is empty. And I am available to you. Everyone, my storage is oh, empty. My storage is empty. And I am available to you. Father, we come, oh God, Asking you to restore the hunger that we've lost. Restore the passion that we've lost. Restore the intensity that causes us to weep and wail for those who are lost. Folks who have died without Christ due to the epidemic. The plague has come upon us and thousands have died without you. God, we don't point any fingers, Father. We say like David, I am the man, I am the man. We ask God that you will wipe our iniquity from us. 
that you will forgive us of our sin. As we come before you with humility and we ask God that you will do what no one else can do. No one else can do. You are our best friend. You are our father. You are our confidant. You are the one who sent the helper, Holy Spirit, to make sure that we have the support we need and we receive Holy Spirit right now. Holy Spirit, we receive you. Come and help us. Give us counsel. Direct us in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, for everyone that is hearing my voice, touch them. Touch them. Touch them. Touch them, Holy Spirit. Somebody is just in the corner, just crying to you. Wash them. Start them again on the right path. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, you have, you have just made a decision that has changed your life. That has changed your life in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Give God a hand this morning. As we leave, we invite you to connect with us via streaming, Facebook, live, and all the other avenues that we have to Bible study this week at 7 on Wednesday. We are so glad that you took the time to worship with us in congregation and online at times of refreshing at the assembly. God bless you. May his face shine upon you. And may his goodness pass before you daily. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Hallelujah.